Hello and welcome to another episode of Story Mode, a video game podcast. In this episode, we discuss the delightful band breakfast, the intriguing PlayStation backbone, the surprising multiverses, and Grand Theft Auto 6 revelations. Remember to find us on social media at Story Mode AUS. Enjoy the show. Guys, Simon's dead. No, he's not. It's on the way. He, um, him and I got. See, Keelan, you missed this last week. Simon and I finally, finally found our breaking point in our friendship. Skate the game. Skate. Oh. Of all, okay. Of all the things that you've argued all about. Okay. He refused to see the similarities about. Between Skate and Final Fantasy 15, okay? And I was just, I was just spitting facts. And therefore, he's on the podcast today. But we'll get somebody who appreciates Skate for all it is and all it ever will be. Mr. Felix. I'm going to call you Mr. Felix because it sounds pretty cool. That's fine. Mr. Felix, how are you doing? I'm doing well. And for the record, I played Skate 3 for like a few hours at a friend's house. So I did, but I did appreciate it. All you need. At the time. Good enough. I just played the zombie mode over and over again. That's all I did. We'll love the skate. No skate hate here. Don't drink the skaterade. No. Mm-hmm. Simon, if you're listening, skateboarding's not a crime. Read a sticker for once, okay? <laughs> Keelan, you weren't here last week. You weren't here to break up the biff. No, I was not. How you doing? I'm doing okay, Jesse. I'm, uh, you're doing prohibitively busy is did i pronounce that word correctly I, I, um i don't think so i no. think that's like band busy is what you said we get what you mean okay though. provocatively busy Prov- try that no mm. no uh not that but no i'm fine just dressed and when am i not just stressed so i thought you said dressed i'm like you're often clothed yes i'm mostly clothed like uh usually this is my Keelan is often outfit. stressed like like when i first met Keelan, what 10 12 years ago full head of hair luscious head of hair like me at that age hair was the main center point of my personality it was everything i had nothing else so you know i was developmentally delayed because all of it went into growing the hair and now here i am twice so short mm-hmm. only just getting my but- shit sorted that's why he lost all of his hair. Stress. <laughs> I had to give something up to gain something in the other departments. Now I can have proper conversations, two-way conversations with other human Massive beings. Massive penis. Wow. <laughs> Massive. Grotesque. That too. Misshapen. <laughs> hideous. I wouldn't know about that. Haunting villagers. The real villain of Midsummer. Ah. Uh... Sounds more like the villain of Resident Evil. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That big old caterpillar. <laughs> Why was there a caterpillar? Look, pre-show, dear listeners, we were talking about the uh, Netflix Resident Evil series, which I started watching two hours before recording this, hence my very low energy. It's rough. I, I saw people online saying it's not great. I didn't expect this. And look, I, 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 I'm not going to be like, it ruins the source material. It doesn't. Like, I'm going to forget about the show in a week. But it's such a missed opportunity because they took like a really interesting take on the whole story and then they just didn't. They just didn't. And some things they did, but they shouldn't have. Are the VFX up to par as well? They, they look good? Do they look scary? Or, or are they All kind of a flat money. Spot? went into a singular shot off a, a certain Kretcher. Um, yeah. And they had no money to make a dog look realistic. Mm. There's one of those little zombie dogs and it looks like... It looks bad. It looks like background character of the pod racing scene in Phantom Menace bad. So the classic enemy of Resident Evil. Graphics. <laughs> The classic enemy of of visual fidelity, um, yeah. Podcast spectators, yeah, okay. It's mm-hmm, bad, yes. but it's it's definitely not the worst thing in that movie in the show. Sorry, but I'm gonna finish it. I I I need to see it out. I need to see somebody with an eyeball on their chest. You're a brave man. 
but let me know how it I'm goes. I'm a masochist. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I've never been fucking dommed by a TV show, but this thing is punishing me. <laughs> it's forcing you. It's physically putting you on the couch, forcing you to watch the rest the of the safety word is the off button of my remote. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, we all haven't been torturing ourselves with fucking shit shows. Felix, you've been playing a good game, a cute game that I had my eye on earlier this year, but then, to be honest, forgot what's coming out, which happens often. Mm. Bear and Breakfast. Great name. Mm. Tell us about Bear and Breakfast. Fantastic name. It's one of those games that is perfectly summarized in the name. It's you're a bear that's running a bed and breakfast. That's functionally the entire game. And look, I'll admit, it, it takes a while to get going. It does take a while to actually pick up to a point where it's quite um, engaging to actually run your bed and breakfast. But once you get there, it is so um, like dynamic and deep. The mechanics are deep. Um, you're doing a lot of things all at once and you feel like you don't have enough time in the day that you're you're doing to actually do it all. So you have to like run around this island almost. Um, and just to clarify, you're running this bed and breakfast for actual human beings, <laughs> not other woodland creatures, oh, which, which is so kind better. of strange. Um, I'd go to but, a bear, a bear and breakfast. Yeah, I'd do that it too. Especially my bear and breakfast, which looks amazing. You got to like up your comfort score. Um, you have hygiene levels that you need to sort of like get up to standard. You've got decoration standards, and you can just like shove plants in there and up your comfort score and like shove different levels of like. And it's got a great thing where um, the more like certain objects have a a comfort. Uh, level associated with them and you can cut like three foot rests in one room and it, all it'll do is up the comfort score Hells yeah. which is kind of funny <laughs> imagine just walking into a room full of full of foot rests and it's all like oh perfect nice and cozy for me one for each foot but, one to spare for emergencies <laughs> for guests for the third one foot. for the resident evil caterpillar but um there's a lot to do and you know, I haven't even, I've got like three bed and breakfasts running right now in the game and they're all in different locations and there's like slots for like three or four more and there's like even more locations. So you have to like run, physically move between them. To, oh my. You can fast Ooh. travel, there's like a bus system, but you there's an overworld that you have to run through. That's correct. Yeah. I feel like the trailers didn't like, show that off enough because no. that, that's made me more interested in this. I, yeah, it, it's, it was kind of a shock to me. I was like, oh, there's actually, there's full of movement and you have to go to different shops to buy different things. You'll have to speak to different people um, to complete quests. Um, and there's all sorts of like funky woodland characters. Um, there's like some crocodile and she's a witch and she lives in the swamp. Um, there's like a rat and he's got like a little overcoat that he found. He stole off some human and he acts like this little detective that he's just running around and he's like shoving his nose in all the trash. Um, this there's is like a, a rat, <laughs> it's like a rat mafia boss. And he's like ordering you around and he tells you that he's not like, it, it's quite cool. Hey, it's um, Tony the rat here. Hey, yo, yeah. it's me, Pizza Tony. Hey, yo. And he doesn't let you into his little garbage <laughs> heap unless you, unless you do something for him. It's kind of quirky and fun and but the the actual simulation aspect is quite in depth. Um, yeah, there's cooking as well. Ooh, okay. I, I think I'm gonna give this game a go. I also like that the name of it sounds like a like yodi English gay bar. Bear and breakfast. Ah, down to the bear and breakfast. Well, that wasn't English voice at all. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all over the UK. I'm sorry, guys. I know my my accents are so unusually very, you know. Localized. I know we nail it. Like I apologize. The Scottish? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. Scottish pirate. That's what, what I was getting. My Irish roots are trying to burst out and they're very confused about where they exactly they settled, okay? <laughs> but nice. one last thing just about, about Bear and Breakfast is uh it's only thirty bucks, uh, obviously oh, Australian wow. bucks, on Steam. And it's coming a Switch release in a couple of months, I think. They had to delay that. This would be good on Switch. I, I think maybe I'll wait for the Switch version of this to it's actually make Switch play release. a game on my Switch this year. Yeah. It would be awesome on Switch. And the the game is really long. Um, as I said, I played like four to five hours of it. And I'm, I think I'm probably like not even a third of the way through. No, maybe not even that. Maybe not even a quarter of the way through. Like 
This game's like a 30 hour game, Does I it, imagine. Ooh, that's pushed me away a little bit. It, it Doesn't it get repetitive? It seems like something that would. I don't know. I, I haven't I encountered any enough, repetitive yeah. repetition, but hmm. I you're constantly, each new building that you get introduces a new mechanic. Like you get introduced to hygiene in the second building and then the next building has something even more interesting and even more in depth. And I imagine it, it, it just escalates more and more. <laughs> the, the second building introduces hygiene, like this bear comes across like, what are you doing there? At the broom, what the fuck's that do? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you heard a soap, it's crazy. Yeah, basically it kind of is like that really. And you get cute little outfits for your bear that run around and you can put pants on him and he looks kind of silly. I so that's really- pants in that. You put a shirt on the bear because the shirt implies the bear should be wearing pants. It's a Winnie the Pooh exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. This really seems like it's ticking all of the like the cozy core boxes, you know, that you I love that term cozy core. Yeah, I just uh, the I first time I saw that. it used was about this game. I'm like, I like this. I I yeah. I really think um that would would be something I'd be interested in, not because of the the cutesy visuals or the interesting little characters, but like dude if there's like in-depth like hospitality management in here, <laughs> that is like really fascinating, and I think it'll be so yeah. fun in the context of the weird is, woodland critter thing. Is there weirdness like so? When you said that you're a bear, but the bear and breakfast is for humans, I thought of um of Job Simulator where you're a human and you're serving robots, and they're like, "Huh, you're weird. You're made of meat." Is there that sort of disconnect? Because I really, I really like that like, whole thing of like, I didn't know you were going to be a bear. Yeah, yes. there wasn't as much of that as I thought, but there are like, you do have conversations with a lot of different characters and it kind of does that same joke where it's like, you say something, you, you click a dialogue option and then you know, a free plug for dialogue options there, but you click a dialogue <laughs> option. Fuck, that was and then, Holy shit. Um, you kind of say something as the bear and then it'll just come up with like, angry bear noises <laughs> and then like the person you're speaking to is like oh okay but you know in terms of actually running the the bed and breakfast i i don't think i've played long enough to see how how in depth it goes but i think i mean i'll have to report back to you on that one i think yeah mm. but you know what this makes so me want because a lot of like going around town resource management kind of stuff that this would work really well for a bob's burgers game I'm watching a lot of Bob Burgers lately. You know how he makes like very weird burgers? If you had to go around the town doing jobs for people to get ingredients for your burgers. <laughs> One day I'll go through all of our 126 other episodes and I'll listen to back to all my dumb ideas for the game for games. And I'll either A find one that's actually pretty good, or B realize that I just keep repeating the same three or four ideas over and over again with different skins in them. You just had to make it now. That's the only next step. No, so that's free for anyone out in the universe who wants to play it or make it. <laughs> Look, the one I want is is my um, Umbrella Academy game. It's going to happen one day. But maybe one day we could play the game mobile on the go, Keelan. And if we were to play that and it was on a PlayStation, how would we do it? Segway, baby. Uh, okay, so that's what you want to call that. Ah. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Sony have announced a collaboration with a company called Backbone to create a controller for uh, streaming purposes primarily. It's compatible with iPhones only right now. <laughs> Not uh, the Xperia. Good stuff, Sony. Mm. Way to have confidence. Only iPhones at the moment, but basically it's like this little weird little clam, not not a clamshell, but like a, a little stretchy thing, almost like two switch controllers connected by a, um, a strip a of backbone. plastic that, that extends. And essentially you plug your iPhone into one end of the controller and you extend it out and then you let it come back in and it grips the, the phone. It clamps onto it. It clamps onto it mm. and you can essentially have a, a switch kind of experience with your your iphone um i have an iphone and i think this thing looks spectacular like visually well the the ps5 has a very distinct visual design it, not just the weird curvy console the gigantic thing but 
the the headset, the controller, the the charge base, all that. The very stark white, the the translucent uh, the, the buttons, buttons and everything like that. Mm. The different the, the black I, I still love the X and everything as well. Yeah, the X O square triangle uh, texture. I love that on the mm. PS5 controller. This being an official product has that look. I it. It, it would looks easily legit. fit in with the rest of your range, which is very strange. I didn't. I never expect Sony to play play nicely with third parties. No, that's the this thing. Way. This doesn't happen. Sony doesn't collaborate with third parties and release a product with their branding on it that is created by someone that is not Sony, that is produced and, and manufactured and everything by someone that's not Sony. So this is almost unprecedented. Um, so that in and of itself is interesting but the device itself is also interesting as well um so backbone have had this kind of uh device available for some time now um iphone compatible and they've actually collaborated with razer um to create an android compatible version of this device as well so you android folks with usb-c on your phones um, so that's a superior there, folk. There is an option for that as well, but it is not officially Sony branded or anything. Now, the the part that that is like really interesting about this device itself, we'll talk about what it's used for in a minute because that's, I guess, the the main thing. But the device itself, um, not only does it look like um, the the PlayStation peripheral, so like the dual uh, the dual sense, um, the the headset as well, um, it is also it's not powered it doesn't have a battery so and you know what iphones are known for they're great battery well they're better they've got better battery than a dual sense jesse that's the point i'm trying to make pretty much anything has a better battery than a dual sense so i'm thrilled about this because i do use my dual sense to connect up to different devices and the battery runs out in like four or five hours um this thing uses battery power from your iphone but it has a little port that you can plug your iPhone charger into as well. So you can keep it juiced Ooh. up, which is really nice. Okay. But even more importantly than that, it's got a three and a half inch headphone jack. So you can plug your earphones in, wired earphones. Mwah, Just buy this thing as a headphone adapter. Dude, th- that's like, that's the glorified headphone adapter. You're getting a headphone Dude. adapter and a, a controller in, in one for 179 Australian dollars. That's a great deal. You know, it makes it really uncomfortable about this thing. Really uncomfortable as a, as, a, as a Sony purist that I am. The off-kilter asymmetrical um, ah, uh, analog sticks. My second favorite really? part of this. Oh, <laughs> it just doesn't sit with me well. That's the thing. So this is Sony branded, but there is another version, like a, just a regular black version with Xbox controls on it. Um, also iPhone. It is the exact same thing. The Sony version is just with different... White and, and different buttons. The different buttons, yeah. So I don't know. Interesting. Well played, Backbone. Well played. Yeah. Now, look, Keelan, you've been yelling at me for years now to try some mobile streaming gaming experiences. Yes. And I'm scared of it. Don't know why. Look, to be honest, it just doesn't appeal, appeal to me. It's the main reason I don't play my Switch. But you're a big proponent of it, right? I think that it has a future. It's not where it needs to be right now, but it will get there at some point. And the utility and the benefits that it provide outweigh the negatives for certain genres of games right now. So I think it's a really interesting thing to explore. And um, especially in the context of Game Pass, where you have like 200 games that you're not sure you want to play. You've got no idea what they play like, what they look like, what they actually are, and you want to try them. Streaming is a seamless and near instant way to actually try that game. Um, so I strongly recommend people who are invested in that Game Pass ecosystem that you jump into the streaming service as well to sort of get dip your fing- your your toes into a few games that you wouldn't ordinarily play. And with that being said, the uh, the PlayStation Backbone is a great way to do that. Because not with only all the PS Plus games, it's not compatible. It's not just compatible with uh, Sony's Remote Play on a PS4, a PS4 Pro, or a PS5. It's also compatible with pretty much anything else you'll run off of your iPhone, including Xbox Cloud Streaming. 
you kind That's of sold cool. me here because I'm just thinking with PlayStation Plus, you can play all those you know classic games yeah. there relaunching, and some old games would work really well on it. Hundred percent. Those PS1 games, the PS2 ones as well, they'd be amazing for this. Does anyone the oh, Xbox? Sorry, go on, Felix. The Xbox Cloud streaming service actually does yeah, it does work extremely well. Mm. Um, well, off that Game Pass stuff, and it, like you said, I've definitely had a few games where I'm like, oh, I'm interested in that, but I don't want to download it and like take up all that space yeah. on my Xbox. And so, like, you know, I'll just boot it up and then be like, oh, it's not for me, so I don't need to download. Yeah. Or I will download it now. So it's great to do that on the phone as well. And you can just do it like wherever, sit on the couch or sit in your bed. Could yeah. this be Sony's way? Okay, I'm, 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 I'm stepping outside the box for a moment here. You reckon Sony's testing the waters for a Vita 2? Th- that's not even a no. joke at this point. Okay, hear me out here. So with the PSVR 1, that failed. For all intents and purposes, that did not do well. It didn't sell well. It was interesting, but... Other tech, the other VR headsets were just miles past it. Sony, to their credit, went back to the drawing board, have come up with something that looks amazing. Um, some footage came out a few weeks ago of like what the actual user experience will be. And there is a camera, an outward-facing camera on the headset. So you can press a button and actually see forward. You can see through the, through the headset. That is so a cool. game changer. But they've made something that outperforms things which will... Look, we don't know the exact price point, but realistically, I reckon about seven, eight hundred, seven to eight hundred bucks. It looks like it will outperform things twice that price. So Sony's in a bit of a mood to go back to the drawing board and do something right with the the Stream Deck, Steam Deck, whatever the hell it's called, the Switch. A bit of a renaissance for the handheld. Do you think maybe they're just like, there's got to be more thinking behind yeah let's just team up with a third party for the first time and let them make an official playstation 5 product i uh, i don't think there's gotta be more to that i don't think so i think they just want to get into the space um vita 2 keelan vita 2 would be playstation vita 2 vita 2 would be amazing but their their remote play you can play your ps5 anywhere with on your phone with one of these backbone things hell um, I, I loaded up remote play to test it out before the show today. And you've got on-screen controls that you can use as well. Like you don't even need a controller necessarily. It's just, it's a terrible experience, but you don't need it. But it does work. It does work. Exactly. I think they just want to get their, their hat in the ring really in the, in that space. I don't, I don't think the, the economies work for them. Like it's it, it's not profitable to create handouts. Valve is losing so much money on those Steam decks, um, yeah, and point. Sony's already losing money on the PS5s. Like, why would you go back into that? I also think they're let me dream really focusing on that PS Plus. Yeah, you because know, they did that whole relaunch, and they're hopefully adding new games to that catalog, and being able to play those with the remote play and like if they implement some sort of like you don't need to download you can just stream it kind of angle um obviously in australia that would take a little bit of time but i think i don't think you need the vita mm. as i much think as that, we do need <laughs> don't, how dare you I, goddamn vita deleter okay the vita 2 <laughs> will rise i like that I will sacrifice so many goats or whatever the fuck I need to do. The Vita 2 will arise. Jesse, I will join you with uh, in the goat sacrifices because I'd love another one of those things. What, another goat sacrifice or another Vita? Well. Both. Well. <laughs> when in Rome. I want to know like a white Vita 2 matches the PS5. Ah, goddamn. Absolute heathens i should fight you in some sort of platform brawler speaking of platform brawlers i've been playing a game that we spoke about a few weeks ago multiverses the the warner bros smash bros what i thought was just gonna be a clone the open beta is out the moment so if you want to go play it all you need to do is sign up to create a wb account which took me two seconds there was no no issues there um Guys, this game is fun as fuck. And I didn't really? expect it to be. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked by this product. So when we when we spoke about it last time, it's like, okay, there's a bunch of known characters. It's a bit weird because you've got Arya Stark fighting the Iron Giant. It seemed very 
odd and it mm. just felt like a bit of a, a bit of a cash grab where we seem to be in that zone at the moment we recently had like nickelodeon all-stars brawl or whatever it was yes which has sort of bombed i feel like there's gonna be another cash grab like that but this game seems deep now i'm gonna preface myself speaking about this as i don't like smash bros uh, it's because he's not good at it. Yeah, it's not. It's because I'm not good at it. But it's also because it's not the greatest game. Okay, I never put time to it because I just didn't find it fun, and the characters don't appeal to me. Which is something I'll get to in a moment. But this is a bunch of characters I know and or love. Um, you're like Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, Arya Stark, Superman, Catwoman, Finn, Jake. Da da da. When you start the game up, you got a few to pick from without getting into the battle pass. So you've got Finn, Garnet, who's from Steven Universe, Wonder Woman and Superman. You go through the tutorial, teaches you the basics. you got your heavy attacks, your dodge, your light attacks, da-da-da. It plays essentially like Smash Bros. You need to hit people enough so you can hit them hard enough to go off the stage. You do that twice, cool. But there's a few little things that make it different. One of them is the team-based mechanics. So... It, the main mode that you'll play is 2v2. I'll just play with a bunch of randoms online. And your characters can help each other. They can buff each other. But they like they can do buffs, like just basic buffs. Say if you're like Velma and you hit your buddy, you'll give them buffs. If you hit the enemies, you give them debuffs. Pretty simple. But there's some really good like clutch play maneuvers you can do. So characters like Ryan Dog or Rain Dog or whatever which is a character, like a big reindeer dog thing created by the guys who made this game. Um, and Wonder Woman, who's also got the lasso, if your friend's falling off the level, you can grab them and pull them back in. And then as Wonder Woman, you can grab them, pull them back in, and then shield them. Okay. It's sick. And I'm not even talking to people, and we just had to click. the. This game runs deep. You know in Smash Bros, how you can kind of play with any character, and you're going to do okay? This, I feel like it's almost like, you know, when you play like games like Apex or Overwatch, you kind of want to sit with a character for a while and really learn what makes them tick. I think they've gone with that sort of mechanic and it works. Characters are vastly different. So there's four different types, oh, sorry, five different types of character. You get your bruises, which just be, you know, stand up, up close and personal fighting. You get your tanks, big but slow. Support, which do a lot of buffs. An assassin. This is like Jake from Adventure Time and um, Harley Quinn is also an assassin, I think, in this. They use tools and they can chain combos together really well. And they got mages who use spells and weapons. There's only two mages in the game, Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry. Very strange to see the word mage next to Bugs Bunny, but it kind <laughs> of works within the game. That is weird. You need to learn what makes these characters tick. I went through a few different characters and there's even things like Iron Giant, for example, he, while he's a tank, he plays different to the other tanks because he's about three times bigger than every other character on the game. Yeah, right. So I imagine in the future, they're going to have a lot of small characters and big characters and going to be like scale will start to play into it. A lot slower, but can, he absolutely packs a punch. I couldn't get my head. I can't really get my head around how he plays. I haven't played as him because I have to unlock him, but I've seen people do it. However, the basics, like I, I got really good with Jake for Adventure Time just because I like how agile he is and he's got some good kind of like sweeping attacks and he can kind of go in, lay out damage and jump back out. I was completely scratching the surface on this because on top of that as well, what makes this game different is you also got perks. So as you fight, you get the battle pass and you you get assigned perks to your character to make them play a little bit different. And some of these are just like plus 10 damage when you do this fucking thing. Um, so like Rain Dog, uh, wait, sorry, LeBron, because LeBron's in the game. LeBron James. Because he's mm -hmm. in, uh, what's that movie? Luna, the, 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 the Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam, a movie that contained very little space and jam. He's in Space Jam 2. So he's in the game. So he's got an ability that, you know, you hit enemies with basketball from far away. The further you are, the more damage it does, which I think is quite clever. Arya Stark has one when if she she knocks an enemy out of the stadium, out of the ring, 
she obtains their face. Ooh. Which is... Do do we have to be, like, 100% law correct here? Because... It's kind of fun. It's like... (laughs) Seeing Arya Stark beat the shit out of Superman. Kind of fun. (laughs) And, like, it's more thematically deserved than her killing the the, uh, the Night King. So... Hey, it works for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, cop that. Um, I don't know. This game just it, it lacks. I'm not as cynical towards it as I thought I'd be. This is a g- genuinely good game, and I think this will become a bit of a hit for esports because it seems like fathoms deeper already than Smash Bros. Smash Bros. I kind of feel like it resonates Laurel that releases a new ga- a new character every once in a while, but. It doesn't introduce like a new mechanic to the game itself. It may introduce a new mechanic to a singular character, but the game itself has always remained the same. This, the perk system and the team play, watching like some co-op, competitive co-op in this will be stupidly exciting. Mm. But it's also brought to light one of the reasons I, I feel like I didn't like Smash Bros., um, it's sort of given my theory a bit of credence. I reckon I don't like Smash Bros. as much as other people because I never grew up with Nintendo. Same with Mario Kart. They're fine games, but I think that little buff of I know and love these characters helps. I don't really know and love the Nintendo characters that much. So if when I play the game, I can see maybe it's faults a little bit more than others. And I'm not willing to accept the other ones. Look, I didn't mind PlayStation All-Stars. It had its moments because I'm a complete sucker for those characters. I know these WB characters, so I kind of like, yeah, the game has a few flaws, but I'm having fun. Like, I know Superman. I know Jake and Finn. I'm having fun with this. That's why it's clicking for me. Mm. So I'm kind of thinking that my theory about not liking Smash Bros. because I don't like Nintendo characters does bear weight because this is a similar game and I'm liking it. And I think a big part of that could just be because I like the characters. I need to spend more time with it. And it's a free game. I mean, there's no reason not to spend time with it. Yeah, I'll be downloading it for it sure. It seems to be after you're pretty high quality, like surprisingly, for you know what it is. So yeah. I have one complaint about this game. Well, one with a possibility of two. My main complaint is the sound mixing's god awful. The announcer. It's like the voice of God yelling at you. It is the loudest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then when you play in the game, the music's loud and a bit repetitive. Like I'm hoping they go back and get some more licensed track from some of their properties. And then the characters, when they hit each other, they actually speak, unlike that Nickelodeon one. Uh, and you can barely hear it, which is a little bit mm. disappointing. Look, it's still in beta, so that's an easy fix. My other issue is possibly the microtransaction. Uh, method, you know, the thing they're going with. So it plays at like, you know, your Apex and your Fortnites and Rocket League. It, it's a battle pass. Mm-hmm. So the more you play, more you earn, yada, yada, yada. You can buy skins. So not all the characters are unlocked when you first start, like I mentioned before. You can buy them using coins or you can use something called Gleamium because every game has to have its own fucking hey? shit that sounds like a cryptocurrency. Um, Gleamium. Gleamium costs, I think it was like 10 bucks for 700 coins, but they do that, you know, that really like shitty thing where you can get like 700 Gleamium for 10 bucks, but the character you want is going to cost 800. Uh, so you standard. kind of have to buy two packs. It's it's that sort standard of thing. Tactics. So a lot of the characters kind of, I feel like they're going to cost you about 20 bucks, which is a lot. And I think- and you unlock them just by playing the game. But. I believe you can, but it's quite slow. The, the battle pass itself, I don't think it's completed at the moment. Because before I could only see, it could only, it only was like 15, 20 levels. I may have just not scrolled far enough, but it seemed to stop there. And what you were getting were, at the end of that, were different skins for uh, Finn. You got his pajamas. Yeah, Finn, you got Finn's pajamas and you got Jake's, uh, a skin for Jake, which was cake. So anyone who watches Adventure Time, there's Fiona and cake. Mm. You could be cake. I love the little hints and stuff like that. Um, but other than that, it was just like little, you know, emotes. And when you get 
kicked off the stage, you can have a different um, effect play, which is actually kind of cool because the one that seemed to be inbuilt at the start was um, Dark Side. You know, you got those uh, Dark Side from DC Comics. He has his laser eyes that follow people around. They're Omega beams. Yeah, I think it's that. It looks really cool. That's cool. There's a lot of little bits of attention to detail here. But yeah, I feel like that microtransaction model could get a little bit pricey and I don't I don't love it. But again, as long as you can't buy really good perks and then buff your character to, to hell. Yeah. Um, I, I did versus a few people online who were like level like 11. I was a level two. And they were fully perked up and they were harder to beat. But you, you, it still wasn't impossible. I, feel, I won a few rounds. Um, but yeah, I don't... At the moment, this could be my surprise of the year so far. Cool. I'm not going to sink oh. 100 hours into it. It's not my type of game. But if you're into these sort of brawlers, don't sleep on this. Don't, like... It's very easy to be cynical towards this. Do yourself a favor and just give it a go. I'm, I'm hoping this takes off. Because even just as... As a casual viewer, I would rather watch people play this because that battle system runs deep and it's not... It doesn't feel as chaotic. There's a lot more control in the chaos, especially when you're working together. I don't know. It seems fun. But look, it does bring me to a question. I mentioned that there's All-Stars Brawl that came out last year and now we've got Multiverses. Are there IPs out there that you think deserve their own brawling style game what else do you want to see get the all-star brawl treatment i want to see all those old well i guess they're not so old but the fox shows simpsons futurama oh. family guy american dad those types oh yeah i'd watch i'd be keen on that that'd be fun and the inside mm-hmm. jokes you could do there Exactly. Also, I mean, look, skins. I just finished watching Futurama again for like that f- fucking 300th time. It's arguably one of the best shows ever made. Mm-hmm. And the amount of inside jokes you could do there, and they all fight. Could you imagine dodging as um, Hermes and he limbos under a t- an attack? <laughs> crazy. That would be fantastic. I just want to play as Zoidberg running around. As Zoidberg, he's a mage because he uses all of his stink powers and stuff like that, and he can squirt yeah. ink at people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so good. You could play Mars Golf as Amy. Now I just want a Futurama game. I, look, I know we've got one before, but I want like a good one. <laughs> yeah, a good Futurama game. That would be incredible. Hell, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll play fucking Futurama tapped out on my mobile. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, i do that. I'll play the shit out of it because it's just full yeah. of inside jokes. I'd spend real world money probably, on it. I don't even care. You're a madman, Jesse. I literally, take my money. <laughs> Anything for Futurama. Keelan, what do you want to see? Two things I want to see. One thing is inside of uh, multiverses, I want to see all of the old Cartoon Network shows brought on as characters. Courage the Cowardly Dog, Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, the Weasel from Cow and Chicken, Ed, Ed and Eddie. They can be one single character, you know, like that could be yes. amazing. That that would add to that that vibe so much. Well, I mean, like, Ed, Ed, Eddie would work because in this game they got Tom and Jerry. Yes. And they are one character that works together. Samurai Jack? Come on. Like, that would be perfect. What about Ben 10? Yes. But, like, so I'm naming all the stuff that I grew up with, but, like, Cartoon Network was good for a long time. Like, a really long stretch. And there's, like, really good stuff that they did right up until Steven Universe. I think it's, like, the last thing that they really released. Um, that's in the game. Has anyone here watched it? I've watched some I've watched of it. A little bit of Steven. Is he good? Yeah, it's good. Because yeah. like, I remember I worked at EB Games when Adventure Time was at the peak. And I had all these people coming in like, well, do you have Adventure Time stuff? I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Come on, buddy. Come on. Here's Call of Duty. Play that. <laughs> um, but it was kind of like after I left that job, I, I sat down and I watched the first episode. I'm like, Nobody said this has John DiMaggio, DiMaggio in it. Why didn't anyone say this is John DiMaggio? Yeah. So I binged it and that show is ridiculously good. It's I need excellent. to finish it because the overarching story of that is incredible. And those like heavy hitting Ice King episodes are like seem all the dog level distressing. Ooh, <laughs> they are really upsetting episodes. That's harsh, dude. Okay. 
I think Adventure Time is the best kids show. Well, at least cartoon show ever made. I think that's my. I'll I'll, I'll die on that hill. I think I'll join you on that hill. Fair enough. I think you you could be right there. Because the other good mm-hmm. kid show, I don't think you could show a kid. Like I think I used to love Rocco. I think I'd scare a kid at the moment. Yeah, that's scared a bit me. Weird. It made, it fucked me up. I mean, look at me now. Um, the other thing is, oh yeah, and like regular show, that was a great show as well. From um, fantastic uh, cartoon network, amazing. Um, the other thing is, I was thinking maybe we should we should move into the live action realm. If we can do Arya Stark, we can do Miley Cyrus in Hannah Montana. Okay. We can do all of the Disney shows, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Zack and Cody um, can be a, a little pair again, and uh, they can beat the crap out of each other. Dude, Phil of the Future, yes, okay, let's do it. iCarly, yes, thank you. Let's get all of them together, fight it out. You push my brain to the weirdest place just then. Because you mentioned Miley Cyrus, my first thought was Black Mirror? And now I'm just thinking of all these key Black Mirror characters fighting each other. That'd be cool too. <laughs> and like, but then like you go outside of the game and it's like it becomes like Bandersnatch. So you're making the game. Oh man. Oh, the, that's fucking me up. The pig from the first episode versus that killer <laughs> robot. <laughs> yeah, the the dog. Yeah. I don't play that. Well, I was saying I was saying in the pre-show when I, I you know touted this idea. I think. I've said it multiple times. I don't get into wrestling, but I think I like a, a wrestling game that's like a kind of a platform brawler type game would be fun because of how the the entry point of that is very very low. I don't need to know shit about wrestling to play that. Wrestling is thematically appropriate for it as well. Like it's over the top superhero nonsense in real life. I mean, another good game in that sort of realm was Brawlhalla, and that's really over yeah. the top. And I think that's what makes it quite fun. If you could do that with a bit of you know, some known characters, some known great wrestlers like Jake Paul, apparently, or Logan Paul, or one of them. One of the Pauls is fighting in, in the wrestling. Keelan, can you fill me in on that, buddy? I don't know which Paul it is, but to be honest, like, uh, oh, it's the one um, who was in Japan and he did that bad stuff in the forest. Logan. Uh, there you go, Logan. Logan. So as terrible as he is as a human being, he's a really good wrestler. He's a really good entertainer. I, I heard really good things. Shit, bloke. Mm. But I heard he's really good he's at wrestling, very which good. is Keelan, for all the 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 good work yourself and Owen have done and to get me into wrestling a little bit, I think <laughs> you've taken a few steps backwards with old mate Paul. That wasn't my choice. I got Vince McMahon to resign for you, Jesse. And look where we are now. Oh uh, yeah. How good of him to resign. <laughs> what a what a noble gesture. Uh, the majority <laughs> stakeholder uh, the majority uh share stakeholder has resigned from his position as chairman of the board. Sure. He's not gonna Boo-hoo. work. I'm anymore. sure he'll I'm sure he'll suffer now. Look, go back to the brawlers. I wouldn't say no to Okay, no, I'm gonna change my tact here. I'm gonna say PlayStation All Stars 2, just because I want to see what they do with it. I yep, wouldn't mind I the Xbox equivalent so because I want to see Master Chief fight um, uh, Senua for Hellblade. I want to see how that goes That's down. That's terrible. What is that going to be? Okay. That lizard dude from Brute Force versus Blinks the Time Sweeper. Like, there's terrible characters Keelan, stop, in the stop, Xbox. Stop, stop. Think about what you just said. Think about what you said and tell me in your heart that you didn't just convince convince yourself that you want to play that game. That sounds like a terrible game. You're man. a fucking liar. And I, I can't believe we're going to record this and actually put it out in public. Your lies, your slander. Okay. While not to the same level in any way, lies caught up with Vince McMahon. <laughs> Don't let your lies catch up with you, okay? No, you just compared me to Vince McMahon. That's a awful thing to say. He'd play this game. Piece of shit that he is. You think about that, Keelan. This is God shit. No, no, I, I, think, I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, you get the car from Forza. <laughs> drive, just drives into a bunch of people. The 747 I, from uh, Flight Sim. Of course. Yes. Isaac, Isaac Clark versus... Um, someone from Gears of War, right? I was thinking the Craig guy... Craig or Trent or something. I don't know. They would have those sort of names, I imagine. The guy... Greg. Uh, Marcus. Marcus Phoenix. Um, the Tra- guy from um, Quantum Break. Um, Ash- the Ashmore dude. 
Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore from Quantum Break. <laughs> versus, Fighting the script from Quantum Break. Versus the Lamborghini Centenario. <laughs> That'll be a sick Again, fight. you're selling this game to me. Just give me more dumb shit. Free brawling games. I don't even care anymore. They're dumb. <laughs> no, I do want PlayStation All-Stars 2 with like um, Jin Sakai and um, Aloy and I want like updated Kratos in there and yeah no actually screw the brawler I want like a problem like fighting it like you know like a Street Fighter Tekken style fighting game with a bunch Double of PlayStation characters yes. yeah Jin Sakai versus Kratos I want full so proper like story mode as well like Mortal Kombat style oh, story mode they- video game podcast yeah. it's available on Spotify and iTunes mm. subscribe and listen where they run Continue into to- each other in whatever they're doing and then they just insult each other a little bit and beat the crap out of one another that's perfect. I want, and I <laughs> we're just ranting at this at this point, but I want have you guys played Mogi Solid Snake Eater? Alright. Nope. There's a boss fight in the game where you fight an old man called the End. He's a, he's a legendary sniper. He's in a wheelchair for the whole game until that fight. It's um a big forest. I think it's split into kind of three sections you can go between. And he's in random li- randomized locations in a full ghillie suit. It's just him. This fight can go for a very long time. There's actually a thing you can do that if you have your console on long enough, he will die of old age, which is quite funny. You can also shoot his bird, my bird. You can shoot his bird and he gets irate and he becomes easy to find because he loses control. It, it, it is a fascinating fight. Um, but you go around and you know you hear the bullets ricochet off stuff and you have to kind of find out what they are. I want that type of fight between Aloy and Lara Croft. Ooh. Big open area, bows at the ready. Very cool. Uh, uh, I'd go that. Thematic. But speaking of strong female-led, pro- uh, you know, female protagonist, GTA 6, Felix. God, I'm getting good at it, this. You are. Thank you. you. Know. Um, the, yes. So what we saw, I think it was a few days ago, that uh, an article from Bloomberg done by old mate Jason Schreier. Friend of the show. Um, friend of the show, Jason Schreier. Uh, called Rockstar Games cleaned up its frat boy culture and Grand Theft Auto too, and it starts off with something pretty interesting um, that kind of sets the tone for what Rockstar's done. They've kind of changed the culture and the way they approach their games and the way they approach their stories. That they actually shelved a sort of cops and robbers style mode um, in response to the death of George Floyd back in the summer of 2020, and the ensuing like resurgence of the black lives matter movement um but throughout this article we've actually learned a lot about grand theft auto 6 can you say something about that real quickly sorry in that article i want to give rocks some credit here that according to the article they haven't even looked at reinstating that mode they're just like no Mm -hmm. this does no this no longer exists i think a lot of companies during any sort of social upheaval will shelve something and then when they can, they'll take that off the shelf and reinstate it. And it's just, it's the thing now because we've all, quote unquote, moved on. Credit to Rockstar that they've been like, no, this, we can't do this anymore. Like, things are a bit different now. So, I mean, I'd be, I would have been very disappointed if they tried to pull it back off the shelf. Yeah, kudos to them for sure. They, um, yeah, so we also learned a lot about GTA 6. Um, the main thing is that we learn there's going to be two playable protagonists and one of them is going to be a Latina woman. And the two are kind of inspired by the real life uh, criminals, Bonnie and Clyde, which is awesome. I, I really like that idea. And key line here, de- developers are also being cautious not to punch down by making jokes about marginalized groups. GTA uh, 6 contrast- is going to go for th- 34 minutes. <laughs> cut all the jokes there's no more jokes because I don't yeah, think they can write a joke that isn't punching down <laughs> well this is their chance right hopefully they can I mean I would love a GTA 6 to be a lot more um, about you know finding its own proper voice instead of and the article goes on and on about being like GTA 5 was supposedly a, a parody of of a modern America uh, but really, America is a parody of modern America, and so 
you can't just make a parody of that because otherwise it's kind of just like, oh, this is just depressing now. <laughs> this is just what we live like. Uh, and just like flooding it with racism and sexism, it, it just makes it all worse. Mm. And the GTA games are fun. I think we could all agree they are yes. some of yeah. the best games ever made. And even at the time you played them, like there was there were definitely some jokes in like San Andreas that I laughed at when I was younger that I probably played now like, hmm, sketchy. Because you grow up and you realize, you know, you start to learn things a bit more from different people's perspective. And I think you start to develop as a person. I, I'm I'm really hopeful that Rockstar takes that on board because even playing through GTA 5, there's a lot of jokes that don't hit. Yeah. And a lot of the humor is is punching down a marginalized groups. Look, Rockstar, I know this is a big part of your player base, but there's a big group in America that you can make fun of, and I guarantee you I'll laugh along with them. They're the ones who like, you know, like invaded the capital and stuff like that. Make fun of them. Cause they're dumb shits. I really think, <laughs> I think that, that the the voice of the the past you know, few major GTA games have re- it's been Dan Hauser, really, and um, yes. you know that's a very particular Gen X kind of take on the world. And I'm really hoping to see something modern, something that doesn't reek of 1999 South Park. And yes, <laughs> I I think yeah, I think the 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 signs point to it being updated and modernized for the new the new world really that we want to yeah, live in. Dan Dan Hauser is the epitome of like a Netflix comedy special because it's it's it, it, he definitely reeks of the whole like oh I don't have a platform anymore he says on his like podcast or news outlet or whatever to millions of people. You've silenced me, I say, from my Netflix comedy show. Um, it's it, it, that <laughs> woke moralist. <laughs> it's that sort of shit. I think we're <laughs> fucking done with it. Look, it's going to be interesting because, unfortunately, I think a large—it's it, it, hard to say—it's hard to say a large part of the player base because GTA Five is the most popular game ever made. So, the player base is gigantic. But there is a loud portion of that player base that I think really appreciates that punching down humor, which is a shame, but that's for them to deal with. Um, who who have already started lashing out with a lot of woke moralist kind of bullshit. They're going to buy it anyway media. because they're They'll weak. They'll buy it. And you know what? You know what? If you're listening to the show and you're, you're like, ah, rah, rah, I'm a dickhead, you'll buy it. You know what? You'll fucking like it. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shut up and just- one thing we'd all agree on is, is, is commercialism and capitalism, okay? Keep the wheels of the economy turning and buy this game. God damn it. Um, we also learned uh, that the the title GTA 6 codename Project Americas was... The original plan for it was to um, include large areas of North and South America... And, you know, have multiple cities, multiple locations. Um, But since that restructuring of Rockstar and, um, you know, enforcing um, real crackdowns on overtime and and crunch, they've pulled back their their scope of it. And they're just sticking to Miami. Miami is such a good... I hope it's modern day Miami. Miami Miami is such a cool place to do it. Great setting. They can have so much fun... I want this to have, our, I mean, look, they're going for the Bonnie and Clyde thing. I think that that could work so well in modern day Miami. Like you can you can picture like just this like crime fueled love trek between these two characters. I think it could be really fun. Like, do you guys know like the story of Bonnie and Clyde? Vaguely. Yo, it's fucked up. <laughs> they got shot a lot. You know, I think when people <laughs> picture it, you think you're like, there's like, beautiful couple and it's black and white because that's how I picture the, the you know back in the day because of movies and stuff like that but there's like a real like romance to it no they were full of bullet holes at all times like they were getting chunks of them shot off they were horribly Jeez. disfigured at the end and they got absolutely murdered I think at one point um Clyde got shot in the head and kept driving Jeez. so uh shout out to Bonnie and Clyde rest in peace Shout friends out to Bonnie the, and or Clyde. And or Clyde. Um, friends of the show. Tough as heck. You know, <laughs> I really like the idea of the setting as well because 
what I would like out of this new GTA is the opportunity to portray the fabled Florida man. I want to go out to the Gators, get absolutely smashed, and mm-hmm. just just fish for Gators, you know? Wrestle them, do all that kind of stuff. Just have a, a, an insane time. And the GTA, like, sandbox is the perfect format to live out that kind of fantasy. Oh. They've kind of done that recently because it's interesting you bring up, like, the Gators and everything like that. Red Dead, the funnest areas in that map were the dirty, hick, like, redneck swamps. Mm. Full crocodiles, you're dragging bodies out to get eaten by crocs. Let me do that in this game. Yeah. We have mentioned Florida crocodiles in multiple podcasts in the last month or so. So, croc- Florida crocodiles, if you want, sponsor us somehow with your little gator feet. I want to drive a hovercraft through the swamp, dumping bodies, shooting down helicopters. That's what I want. I don't want Bonnie mm-hmm. and Clyde in their death car. I want Bonnie and Clyde in their hovercraft. Bonnie and Craft. And they've also said that the game world is still big, but it's going to include way more interior locations. Thank you. You're going to be able to go into so God. many more buildings uh, and experience them from the inside. Um, so that they're really focusing down on one location and making it the best it can be, which is really cool. In GTA, you guys just go on random rampages at times, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the playground. That's what it's for. How fun are the ones that end in th- there's three real locations you can enter in, in GTA games. There's police stations, there's ammunition, the gun shop, and there's sex shops. And if your chase ends in one of those and you're behind the counter and they're streaming through the windows, it is so goddamn tense and badass. I would love to do missions where you're like running down flight to stairs in a skyscraper or something like that. That'd be sick. They, and mm-hmm. friend of the show, Joel from Dialog Options, go check them out on Spotify and iTunes. Just mention Florida's known for its theme parks. Imagine a rock star version of Walt Disney World. I, I want to, to. Holy shit. I want to hole Brilliant. up in a Walmart. That's it. And use all a, of an the. ammunition. A Walmart, the warehouse, Same the thing. giant warehouse. And then Same you thing. use all of the stuff that they have in stock as weapons. That's what I want to do. Florida man, uh, let's do it. Dude, Florida have you guys woman. Been to America? Have you guys been to the states? No, no. One of the most jarring things that happened there. And look, if you listen to us and you haven't realized, we're in Australia. We have gun laws. When I was there, we went to a sports goods store um, because we we're going to the snow, so we need to get like snow boots and stuff like that. And you walk in there, and you would say thirty percent of the store is um, baseball, football, basketball. Dinner. The other seventy percent was guns, and they had like rifles vacuum packed you know you get like you see like kids toys and sort of vacuum packed on the like hardware backing they had guns like that so weird don't not a f- no. Oh, no, don't do that strange <laughs> don't do that get a crocodile if you want if you want to protect your family in florida own a crocodile treat it well mm, you treat the crocodile well and he'll treat you well i've always said it but yeah i would like i would like this game to have a few more animals yeah, I'm sure you'll get your wish in between April 2023 through to March 2024, which is the what the industry analysts have anticipated the game will come out as. But that's earlier than I expect. Yeah, from what the Bloomberg article says, the developers are hesitant on that date. They think it's probably another two years after that. Yeah. Okay, let's take so let's take a bet here. Um, the Winner gets a beer bought by the other two, even if it has to be shipped. Okay. Who's closest wins? When do you think GTA 6 comes out? Uh, I'm going to say 2025. I need a month as well. A month? Oh. No, I need a date. Jeez, man, that doesn't help. Um, let's say um, November... Um, the third 2025 25 sure i'm gonna be i'm gonna be long dead by then what about you felix long dead long dead (laughs) (laughs) ages away i'm gonna go oh i think it's gonna be february 22nd 2026 i'll be resurrected by then 
Yeah, man. I think that's when it's happening. Uh, February February 11th, 2024. Put in your calendar. That's really early. Put in your calendar. It's done. Lock it in. I'm not even saying that as a guess. That's a fact. Sure. Interesting. 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 But like, <laughs> just before we do wrap up, I just want to know, like we did talk about the location a little bit there. I think we've mentioned this a few times on the show before, but how do you guys feel about a smaller map than what we got in in GTA 5? Yes. I'm always all for a smaller map. Yes. If it's more detailed and it's more fun to, to run around in, I I please make it smaller. Absolutely. How would you feel if the map was, because GTA 5 map was very much uh, two halves. The southern side was a city, north side with a lot of country, and then a small town at the top and a mountain and an army base, I guess. If the map was just the side, side of that southern portion, but a few, a lot more interiors, you guys happy with that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm. I'd be. My one worry is, if the map gets too small, they may think about okay, what can we scrap here? Planes. I love the planes. I love the helicopters and stuff like that. But being said, interesting. I don't want as much dead area as GTA Five. GTA Five had absolute like dead zones on the map there was massive chunks in the middle where even if you found something interesting like the jail there was nothing interesting about it like they also had the um the the what the windmills called the, like the air, air turbine things the turbine farm mm-hmm. nothing there like you go there and it's like you can't interact with them at all, at all like they don't do anything anything you can do is like fly a plane through them and it looks pretty cool but a lot of just nothing if they want to create nothing in spaces in this game cool you can do swamp plans I'm fine with that because there's going to be crocodiles that's cool. I think there needs to be some nothing space, but I, I want to see more interactive elements uh, or like sort of points of interest on the map where you can go to and there's actually something to do. It doesn't just look cool. It There's like an activity or um, there's some kind of feature that you can activate in that area. Because they want it to be, they want to keep it, they want it to be like semi-live service and introduce things. I would love if as an event, there was spring break. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. But also one of those things, like, I, w- I won't be too blunt about this, but you could, large group of teenagers, you are armed. You could definitely do some <laughs> uncomfortable things in that situation, which they would probably want to avoid. See, it's such a weird game to release at this time. It where is, right? I'm not saying don't release the game, but fuck, people are more aware of not just, like, you know, kind of social things, but also just tragic things right i feel but at the same time you know i can play that call of duty you know i, I could go play like no russian and not <laughs> feel a thing because i'm dead on the inside i definitely so. feel like them searching for the right tone is what sort of contributed to the very long wait but yes yeah i'll wait on, as long as it takes as long as it's at least as good as gta 5 yeah i mean i don't know like you said it is a strange game to release, but I wouldn't mind if they introduced like a Black Friday sales event and then you just go in and you just kill Oy. everyone who's stupid enough to <laughs> run in and, and wait. You until just yell like, like shop open. online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like no Russian, but you got to kind of say no sales. Mm. Uh, no well, sales. On that um, disturbing note, strap up because I also need to pee. Keep that in when you edit, Akilin. Yeah, people, need, people need to know. Now, if you want to hear more about my need to pee, we're on Spotify and iTunes. So subscribe and leave us a review. The reviews really help. They help us get more visibility, which means more people listen to this. But you can also tell your friends and tell them to do the same. While you're doing that, tell them about Fan Critical Podcast Network, the beautiful family that wraps their loving arms around us and keeps us warm at night. Go give them some love also on Spotify and iTunes. Of course, we're at storymodegaming.com. If you want to follow us on social media, we're at storymodeaus on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go give us some love there. But also give us some love on Twitch. You can watch us record these podcasts live every week. We also do a bunch of streams. We do an AFL stream. I still need to finish Stray. I'm going to play some Jack and Daxter soon. That's at, at storymodeaus. Make sure you follow us there as well. Just give us, you don't have to subscribe. Just give us a follow so you can keep up to date with us. And of course, you can follow us all individually on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Spanner, and Felix is at Nichols underscore Felix, and Keelan is at Twitter support. So go send all your complaints to him. Oh, it's a pleasure, guys. 
Hope you had fun. Chatting away. I'm gonna go play. I'm gonna go download Baron Breakfast and also go play some more multiverses. And then you should watch more Resident Evil. Shit, I'm not gonna sleep for, tonight. For a brief moment, I forgot that show existed and I was happy. You made us a promise. I want to hear about it. I will watch more and I will give you an up to date. Uh, you know, I'll keep you guys up to date on the next podcast, okay? So, but if that's not going to entice you to listen to the next episode, I don't think anything will, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you got to come back now. You got to come back. But, dear listener, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had fun. Hope you learned. Hope you loved. Hope you laughed. But until next week, stay safe, play some games, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Huh. Bye. A little kissy. <laughs>